Michelle Escobar is with us now. Uh, we continue, we're going through a really busy period. We know there's the World Cup coming up later in the year, so we're trying to condense the start of this season as much as we can. Match day six over the weekend. Plenty of goals again, which is what we like. You can catch all the action on Optus Sport. Michelle Escobar is a reporter for Optus Sport. She joins us now here on the show. Michelle, good morning. Hey guys, thanks for having me on again. Yeah, I no, feel like a regular. Oh, well, you pretty much are now. We'll, we'll happily uh, <laughs> chat away English football with you as long as we can because it's been a really busy start to the year, as we mentioned. Do you like this smorgasbord of EPL with the World Cup coming up later in the year? Yeah, it's, it's definitely making it for a very uh, busy time. It's great for football fans, of course. Yeah, we did have uh, a midweek uh, round uh, and then we've gone into into the weekend. So, yeah, it's really jam-packed at the moment. Now, Michelle, Bournemouth sacked their coach during the week after the, the massive loss to Liverpool. Then they come out a few days later and they beat Nottingham Forest three goals to two. It's amazing how football works. It can be a brutal game if you're a, if you're a coach, uh, but Bournemouth turned it around pretty quickly after such a disappointing week previous. Yeah, and, and just like we said before, because you know, the matches are coming so fast that it's crazy to think that it was two matches ago that mm. Scott Parker was sacked, but they did very well against Nottingham Forest to be able to come back, and their caretaker coach, Gary O'Neill, is, is doing a decent job at the moment, but we tend to see that when when managers are sacked in the, in the next few games, the, the teams really come back firing. So, uh, yeah, so they had a nil little draw during the week and then a 3-2 win over Nottingham Forest. So it's it's definitely better times for them at the moment, but for how long can they keep that momentum going? Um, when, a, when a club pays out £82 million for a forward, a Brazilian forward that at Manchester United did, it must be pretty uh, nice for the coach to see him score on debut. And hopefully Manchester United have changed their, well, their season around a bit. Yeah, for sure. It's it's crazy because just a few weeks ago they were at the bottom of the table and now they've got Anthony uh, who made a difference in, in their 3-1 win over Arsenal and he's actually the, the youngest Brazilian to score in his first Premier League appearance. So that's a huge achievement for him. And to be able to stop Arsenal... Uh, well, to end their five-game winning streak is incredible for Manchester United being able to turn things around. And it really seems like things are clicking for Eric Ten Hag now, whereas it was a very slow burn in the first couple of games. But they've got a lot of confidence now. Uh, Michelle, pressure builds on teams early in the year. Leicester City were two all at half-time. It was a, a really entertaining first half. And then Brighton scored three goals to nil after half-time to win five goals to two. How much pressure's on Leicester City now? There's a lot of pressure on, on Brendan Rodgers more so, but I, I was listening to um, a few of the former players like Don Hutchinson and Owen Hargraves on the Optus Sport coverage this morning, and they were saying that they've got to keep Brendan Rodgers uh, because the, the club is going through a difficult time at the moment. They don't have as much money to be able to spend on new signings, so they've got to rely on Brendan Rodgers as a coach because he is a fantastic coach and so because they weren't able to bring in these new signings and they had some players leave like Wesley Fofana then it's made it all the more difficult but they can't be making too many changes at the moment because it could go even worse for them. What about Brighton? I mean the the 5-2 winners sitting in fourth spot I mean they are the real surprise packet at the moment. Yeah Graham Potter is just going from strength to strength each year and it's really 
come to to fruition this season. A, a five two win over over Leicester is, is impressive, and and they've been impressive all season. And they're in the top four at the moment, which we don't see too often. So there's a lot of praise for Graham Potter at the moment. People even saying that he he could be considered for that England job. He's he's status in, in football has just grown immensely and, and it shows why because he's backing it up with those results. Voice of Michelle Escobar, Optus Sport reporter with us on Sports Breakfast. Optus Sport is the home of the world's best football, including every match at the Premier League, live and exclusive. Uh, what about what about Leeds? Now, they've been a team that we watch since they've returned to the English Premier League because, for better or for worse, they're a team that can produce some scintillating football. Their worst, though, is a long way off it. To lose 5-2 to Brentford... Seven goals in the game. How do we assess this particular match and the performance from Leeds United? Good win for Brentford. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a tough one because Jesse Marsh, uh, um, who's, who's obviously the manager of Leeds, has had a very topsy-turvy season so far. And, and you could see that very much in this seven-goal thriller against Brentford. At the same time, you can't underestimate Brentford because they have been very consistent since the moment that they arrived in the Premier League a couple of seasons ago. But I would say that Leeds, they do have those areas that they need to improve on to, to, to have that sort of consistency so they can get wins and not be in the relegation scrap like they were last season. Jesse Marsh, we saw him very heated on the sidelines. He even received a red card. And so... Yeah, it's, it's, he definitely has to bring a little bit more consistency to, to the team. Uh, you mentioned the top four. We've got Arsenal, then Man City, as you said, Brighton sitting in fourth. But Tottenham haven't been defeated as yet. One of the sides that haven't. I mean, they've, they've had a pretty positive start to the season. Yeah, they, they've had a fantastic start to the season and they're very much in, in that top three, just a point behind Arsenal at the top. And... Harry Kane has been, once again, in the in the form of his life, so he's been someone that they can really rely on. And their win over over Fulham was a, a very convincing one, and uh, and they really had to overcome Serge Leno, who was fantastic in, in goals for, for Fulham. So they're, they're going from strength to strength at, at the moment, and, of course, they've got a fantastic manager in Antonio Conte. Now, Michelle, one of the controversial moments of the weekend was in the game between Chelsea and West Ham. Uh, manager for West Ham, David Moyes, wasn't happy. Now, there's an Australian involved here because Jared Gillett was the VAR official, someone we've seen in the A-League for many years. Was the right call reached? We thought we had an equaliser, but it was disallowed in the end. Uh, Chelsea won 2-1. Uh, was the right decision reached? I don't think it was, and I could very much see why... David Moyes was fuming. He he called the decision a, a rotten and uh, ridiculous, and and it was because there wasn't much contact between Jared Bowen and Edward Mendy, the, the Chelsea goalkeeper. It was honestly a, a like a brush of the foot. And at the end of the day, football is a contact sport, so I, I think it was the wrong call from VAR and. Yeah, it's tough to see an Aussie involved in such controversial controversial circumstances. But I think it's being reviewed at the moment. So, yeah, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what sort of apology um, West Ham and David Moyes get if they get one. What about Everton Liverpool? I mean, a game that's always circled in the, the fixture when these two teams meet. And for 90-odd minutes, it was a, fa- a fairly drab affair. Finished nil-nil, Michelle. Mm, I feel like this 
scoreline really represents the seasons that both Everton and Liverpool are having. Liverpool have been all over the place. You know, they they had that nine wheel banging over Bournemouth, but then they've yeah they they they've been up and down with a loss to Manchester United and now this. Uh, so. It, it was a very fascinating game, though. There were a lot of chances, a lot of um, crossbars hit, but they just, neither side could, could convert. And Jordan Pickford, though, you have to give him credit because he did make a lot of great saves and kept Everton very much in the game. Um, the Toffees are having a very difficult season, and, but Frank Lampard, I would imagine, would be happy to take a point away from a team like Liverpool. Man City, one all draw. They're four wins and two draws now to start their season. Are there any chinks in their armour that you can see, Michelle? Are they well on their way to potentially a three-peat, which we know is so hard to do in any sport? Yeah, yeah, it's a very hard thing to do. And they've just taken everything to the next level with Haaland, and he was once again on the score sheet. He had a tap-in, but that tap-in was more than just a tap-in because he had this aerial bounce. So everything that he does is just to the next level. Uh, so I think he is going to be key to taking them to, to the next step. And that next step is not only winning the Premier League, but also winning the Champions League, which Pep Guardiola wants so badly. It was um, uh, a little unusual to see them draw one all with, with Aston Villa. But, you know, Villa did play the game of their lives, so... They can't win at all, but I do think that they are a very, Manchester City are a very, very threatening, scary team, and they will probably continue to be with Holland. Yeah, Pep, uh, Pep Guardiola's men are still very well positioned early in this English Premier League season. You can catch all the action on Optus Sport, and Michelle, one of the, uh, the key reporters as part of the coverage. Thanks for your time this morning again. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. You uh, have a great week, Michelle Escobar, joining us here on Sports Breakfast. Optus Sport reporter and Optus Sport uh, is the home of all Premier League matches and all of the world's best football you can get on Optus Sport.